0: Good morning. Welcome to the bond Sunday morning services. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get involved by calling 800-411-2663, 800-411-BOND, or you can email church at bondinfo.org. Church at bondinfo.org. Put your name in town, name in town, and I can respond accordingly. And good morning, everybody, again. Good Good morning. Any questions before I get rolling here? Anything happened this week you'd like to share with us? Or no? Anybody was a uh, live this week? No. Yeah, Pat. You had a life. Someone. It's amazing that you, you people can go through a whole week with no life. What do you tell Satan to stay behind me or something? Get behind me. Yes.
1: Um. Notice that the um, when things happen to me, uh, my ego, there's a certain amount of pain just just from those things if they're considered negative, if if they're interpreted to be a negative. Yeah. And um, then I also notice that you know, as that stuff is breaking down, that false self that's in there, there's all sorts of opportunities. Uh, in life for that not to be able to break down. In other words, there's all sorts of things that immediately build the ego back up, almost automatically. Yeah. Everything that um, I see or around me, or food or entertainment or whatever there is out there, it seems to automatically build my ego up, no matter what. So I'm kind of wondering how that works if a major goal in life is to let the ego die, um... I guess I want to deal with the automatic nature of it. It seems like that just, at least the way I see things, it automatically puffs the ego back up.
0: Yeah. Interesting question. Have you, anybody else noticed that about their life? Life? That's something always there for you to keep the ego alive. Um, I want to talk about that, too. That's a, a, a good question. Um, you know, God said that we must be born again. Anybody ever heard of that before? We must be born again, right? Anybody here ever been born again? Nobody. No one in this room has been born again yet. Are you scared to say it? It's not a test. (laughs) Oh, stop lying. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm joking. Anybody here been born again? So you're all nobody, no Christians in the house. Okay. I mean, I don't want to force you. I'm sorry? You have been born again? I'm sorry?
2: To be baptized is to be born again.
0: It be baptized in water? Yes. That is to be born again? Yes. How is that to be born again?
2: Well, your sins are supposed to be washed, cleaned. And, and so
0: you were baptized?
2: Yes, I was.
0: And were your sins wiped, clean, or washed, clean?
2: No, I wasn't saying my sins would be washed or wiped clean at that moment, or at that time. Oh. But I'll say during the lifetime, um, Jesus, God... A little louder for me. God will forgive you for your sins, you know, if you do his command.
0: How did you come to the notion that being baptized means to be born again?
2: Because I was taught that.
0: Oh, you were taught that? Yes. And who taught you that?
2: My grandfather?
0: Your grandfather? Yes. And, and so did it work for you?
2: Yes, it did.
0: It did? Yes. And h- h- how old were you when you were baptized?
2: Um, I, I don't really remember. I probably was in my 20s.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. And so when you were baptized, did you continue to sin? No. After baptism?
2: Well, you know, we all going to sin every day.
0: No, Master, did you? Yes, after- I
2: did.
0: And so what were you born again from, if not from sin?
2: From water.
0: You were Lord. born again from water? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: Have you ever, so you have accepted that even though you were born again, you still should be sinning?
2: No, I didn't say I should be I sinning. I mean, you still
0: will sin. But well, we
2: was born into sin. Right. And we are going to sin to the day we die.
0: Does the Bible say that? Yes. What about?
2: I can't tell you. I yeah. don't remember. I understand.
0: I'm the same way. Somebody asked me where the scripture. I'm like, I have no idea. I can't idea. tell you. It's I, in there somewhere. It's in
2: there somewhere.
0: But the Bible does say that once you're born again, you're going to be. You're still he going to sin. He said that you sin. have to
2: be born again to get into His kingdom. If you're not born again, you would not get into His kingdom. Okay. Um, every religion is different. So I was. I am Baptist. So I go by the Baptist religion. Right. So I can't speak for everybody else. I can just speak for what I believe in.
0: Okay. And, and, and where is this kingdom? In heaven. And, and, but Okay, in heaven. Okay. Can a sinner get into heaven?
2: Well, it's like he said. It, you can get in, but it's like a camera going through an eye of a needle. All your sins has to be forgiven, and that's why Jesus died on the cross for our sins.
0: So can a sinner get into heaven?
2: Yes, they can, because we, we're going to sin to the day we die. Um, Every day we do something that's not right.
0: How, so how can a sinner get into a sinless place?
2: Because God going to forgive them, because he gave his son to die on the cross for our sins.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Very interesting. Okay. Who else? So, nobody has been born again, right? Your wife? I can't go to your wife right now. Now your wife was here Thursday night. All right. And she didn't tell you about Thursday night meeting, right? She just showed me the recording. <laughs> he showed you
3: the recording? She recorded the meeting? She had a No, <laughs> nah, I just kidding. She didn't say nothing. We had a very I have no knowledge And not even an intuition as to what happened. Uh, And I don't want one. What? And I don't want an intuition as to what happened. So when, I'm sorry. In your meeting with the women, I don't have any knowledge or any (laughs) intuition. And I do Uh, not want one. And your
0: wife did not record it? Of
3: course not. Uh, (laughs) No, I knew you didn't. Check her Facebook.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We had a very good women's forum this past Thursday night. It was really, wasn't there something, Mary? Yeah, it was. um, The women are trying to be honest. And they are for the most part. And it's hard to find ladies who are honest. Have you noticed that? It's hard to find women who are honest. I find no one to be honest. No
4: one to be honest? I find no one to be
0: honest. Wow. So you don't know any honest person?
4: Well, I say that there can be, but in my I find no one to be honest. Are you an honest person? Am I an honest person? I I, try to be.
0: But are you an honest person?
4: You know, you asked that once. I try to be.
0: But is that a yes or no?
4: I would believe that I'm honest to a certain extent. Oh, okay. You know, but far as, you know, hey, I just see that uh, no one tries to, you know, I mean, can be honest. Oh, okay. Because everybody, you know, have uh, their own life, their own way of living and when they approach you, you know, hey, if it's not their way, it's another way. Yeah. You know?
0: When you were growing up, were there honest people around then? No. No honest people even then?
4: Well, I would hate to get into my life story, oh. you know, in here, you know. But, uh, well, hey, when I was young, I was nine years old when I lost my parents.
0: We lost your what, your when parents? When I lost my parents, I was oh. nine years old. I'm sorry um, to hear that. You know,
4: and uh, after that day there, You know, I find that, uh, well, this is just my belief, that there was no honesty.
0: You lost both parents at the same time?
4: I've lost all the belief as far as being, I've lost both of my parents.
0: Did you lose both of them at the same time Uh, when you were nine nine years old? uh,
4: Well, about a few months after.
0: Really? Yes. Wow, what happened to them?
4: This is why I didn't want to get into it. My father shot my mother.
0: Your father shot your mother? Yes. And then what happened to him later? How did He, he die? He died. Oh, he just died.
4: He just died.
0: Wow, I'm sorry to hear that. Did you see that happen?
4: I seen it happen.
0: You saw your father shoot your mother?
4: I seen my father shoot my mother. I'm
0: sorry to hear that, man. What was that like
4: for you? What was it like? Well, I tell you, you know, I couldn't, I had no way of, uh, I couldn't help her. You know, if I knew what I know now, it was a chance that I could have saved her. But I didn't know. I couldn't save her,
0: Yeah,
4: you know, so I just took my life from there on, you know, hey, my people, you know, well, this is going to be this, this is going to be that, they're telling me how things, but I can
0: a see, little louder for me.
4: you know, uh, they're telling me how things are, yeah. how things was going to go, but I can see that things went wrong. It didn't go the way it's supposed to went.
0: And so have you forgiven your father for that?
4: I've forgiven my father many a times but I would never forget.
0: And, and why not?
4: Why not? Yeah. I can't forget.
0: Why not? Why would you want to remember that?
4: Why would I want to remember? I would love to forget it, but I, would, you know, I just know I can't.
0: Oh, okay. Have you forgiven yourself for not being able to do anything?
4: Have I forgiven myself? Yes. I didn't see any reason to forgive myself.
0: So you didn't feel guilty. I didn't
4: feel that I did anything wrong.
0: Oh, okay. Because you said that you were nine years old and you were not able to help. I and sometimes and kids will feel guilty kid, about it. a man. That. Yeah.
4: You know, what could I do? You know, I mean, it's not trying to make, you know, hey, things seem impossible, but at nine years old, I couldn't, you know, it was it was very little that I knew. And what I didn't know, That's right. you know, I couldn't help her. You know, so I mean, hey, it's just like, it's backwards and forwards. And this is why, you know, because the, I know what went on. A lot of things that I don't, I don't speak heavily on it, you know, in which I should have brought this out years ago, you know, in which I don't speak on it too much, but it's inside of me. And uh, I just try to be, I try to, well, with me now, I try to share the faith and let people know that, hey, forgiveness, you know, to forgive, you know, you forgive the sins, and when you forgive the sinners, you know, you will have a blessing,
0: You um. you know. So you would like to forget it, but you can't, right?
4: I would love to forget this here. Yeah. But I know that, you know, hey, it's, it's things in your life that you would never forget. You know, you would love to forget it, but you would never forget it. Somewhere along the line, it's going to come back to you again. Yeah. You know, seeing these things, seeing things happen in the street, being out here, it's always going to come to you.
0: So have you had a rough life as a result of this?
4: I had a rough life.
0: Yeah. How is life now? You know, how is my life now? Yeah. Beautiful. It's it's I love my life. Oh, good.
4: I have a good wife. You know, and I love my life. Yeah. I have seven, ten grandkids. I love my life.
0: I'm glad to hear that. You know, but well, you can forget this too by um, once you forgive, and forgive means to forget, let go. Yeah. And it would be as though it never happened, and yet it happened, but it just. You know, well, it would affect you if you were to truly forgive.
4: Well, really, it doesn't affect me. It may it may seem in your world, it may seem to affect me, it doesn't affect me.
0: It doesn't. So you just remember it without you know, I just any, remember it. Any pain behind you know, it
4: or anything. And that's it's gonna like I say, it's gonna it's just like more so like having an operation. You know, you're in the hospital, you know, you're laying on that bed, you know, you're not gonna forget those things. Yeah. Things, it's things that you can't forget and things that you can.
0: It's well, I things, disagree that there are you know, things that you can't. There's nothing, you know. there's nothing that God will want us to remember. He doesn't want you to carry that. He, and, and remembering yeah. it is like carrying it. And he doesn't want you to remember those kind of things. He wants you to be free from all things. But uh, a lot of people don't believe that. They believe that you have to, you know, you will no, remember. They don't
4: believe that you have to remember i don't but, believe that you have to remember everything
0: you know but when you said
4: that you know, there are some know, things but i know in my heart with things that follow me i know that i won't forget uh, you know well, i forgive but i like i say again to forget it i i've tried many a times but then there are things that brings it back right it brings you know it's, it's just like any i mean any if you're human Things. I mean, you've had bad times in your life. It's just like you're sitting here now. You're asking people, you know, hey, how or what, you know, hey, have they been, uh, how have you said born again, born again, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, to be born again to me is, you know, hey, you've died, or you've did something, you laid down. I've stopped breathing once. I've stopped breathing twice. But I realize, you know, and that right there, I, I would never, I can't forget it. Yeah. You know? Well, but I don't talk, I don't speak on it.
0: You do not, and why not?
4: You know? Well, because I try to forget it. <laughs> you know? But I'm to keep on speaking on it, just like now. I'm speaking on it now. When I go out there, it's going to stay with me for a while. It's going to be with me.
0: Well, it doesn't have to be that way. You know? No, it doesn't. I understand have that to it be. will. No. But uh, there is a way to. Uh, well, forget you tell it, me it If you
4: can tell me the way to forget this right here, you know, and if it works, I will go along
0: with it. Oh, okay.
4: But, you know, other than that, you know, uh, it's just like history. This is history. You know, we're, I mean, I can understand. People talk about history, what JFK did, what this person did. You know, me, I live for today. What's going on today? Okay. Not tomorrow. All right. Because tomorrow, you know, it's, you know, it's. Yesterday, that was another day to me. Today is today. I just live well, for today.
0: Well, I'll, I'll, we'll move on, and we'll, I'll show you how to let it go. I understand what you're saying, though, but you can forget all all of that stuff.
4: You can tell me how to forget this here. Yeah. <laughs> again, if you can tell me how to forget this here,
0: John, come on, on know, this side. Come
4: if you can tell me how to forget this here, you know, I mean, I'll, you know, hey, I'll give it a try. Okay. You believe me, I have tried to forget.
0: Uh, you can forget, and uh, I'll tell you. I'll show you how.
4: Well, like I say, you know, hey, if you can do that. Okay. You know, hey, I would
0: appreciate it. All right. We'll get to it in a minute here. Did you have your hand? Yes, ma'am.
5: Um, John 3.9 says that whoever is born of God does not commit sin, and there is more to it. If you want, I can read it, but it's on John 3.9.
0: John 3, 9 said, whoever is born of God does not commit sin. Yeah, that's good. I appreciate that. Um, anybody else? Born again. So when you hear that, what does, does it mean anything to anybody? What does it mean? Yes.
6: To me, that means that we're, uh, when a person is born again, uh, to be born again, it's to me, uh, we're all for sure that uh, sure the way of the Creator, because whenever they mention you have... Have you
0: been born again? No. Oh.
6: Because if I was, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't feel fear, anger, yeah. or impatience. That's
0: for sure. And so what are you waiting on? Why haven't you been born again?
6: I. Let's just say...
0: How do you know you wouldn't feel fear and, and, uh, and less patient and all that if you were born again? How do you know that?
6: I wouldn't feel, uh, I wouldn't, f- if I was born again, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't have anything to fear. I say, how
0: do you know that?
6: I don't know if I would. That's why, uh, that's why I don't believe I'm born again. If I did, I would have known.
0: But so you don't know for sure that once you're born again, you wouldn't feel fear and all that, right?
6: No, uh, no. That, oh, okay. Uh, that's why I say. I'm not Are you born.
0: just repeating what somebody said? No. Just somebody tell you that once you're born again, you have no fear.
6: No, that's what uh, what I believe. Oh. Okay. If I was born again, I would know. I would have known that I would. I would have known that I wouldn't have any fear or anger or impatience or jealousy.
0: Oh. Okay. How many people have heard, uh, have accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior? Maybe I should put it that way. Nobody? Wow, I'm going to have to earn some money today up here. Accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior. Oh, yeah, I heard that. You, have you done that? Yes, I have. You have done that? Yes. Okay. All right. Let me go to the lady. Did you have your hand in the back? Yeah, I heard it. Uh, US, oh, not her yet, because she was at the meeting Thursday night. <laughs> we talked about this on thursday right here you've accepted behind yeah
7: i accepted uh, i used to go to all kinds of churches and right to the front to accept jesus christ and it never, it never worked
0: it never worked never worked the preacher said come down front and they read the bible says that mm-hmm. uh in order to be born again you must Confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Right.
7: They give you some words to say.
0: Yeah. And you went down and you accepted him. Right. You did. Speaking to him, put it a little closer to you.
7: Yes, I did.
0: And did uh, anything happen after after you You did it? No,
7: my life still continued to be bad and worse and worse.
0: (laughs) And So things didn't get better in your life. It got worse.
7: It got worse.
0: And how many times did you go down and accept Jesus? Well,
7: I was searching for a very long time before I went to AA. And I used to go to all the churches because I wanted some answers. I wanted salvation. Actually. Yeah. And uh, it didn't work until I went to AA and they started talking principles. like, Not exactly like here, but right. sort of.
0: Right. Let me just ask you this, though. When you went down and accepted Jesus and nothing changed, what did you think about that?
7: I didn't think anything. I just knew it didn't work.
0: Oh, okay.
7: You know, because I could see my life falling farther, farther down.
0: Did you let the preacher know it didn't work?
7: No, because I I never stood on any one church too long. I used to see the phoniness of it.
0: Oh, I see. Okay.
7: And so uh, I was. So is
0: Jesus your Lord and Savior now?
7: I want him to be. It, it, and I have a, a, a lot of peace sometimes. Yeah. You know? And sometimes I wake up with it, all is well, like you said, and I sort of like remember what you say. Yeah, And I said, oh, it, it feels like all is well. with me. Oh, okay. But not all the time. And I still have to be born again. I have to let all my ego die because I have seen uh, how... Uh,
0: Speaking like, to the you mic, asked for me. Michelle,
7: the last time but, I was here, if if she had any ego, well, I went home and I started thinking about that, and then I um, let I realized,
0: Robert hold the mic for you because you were forgetting to.
7: I realized that um, yeah. okay. that ego is not only feeling good; it's feeling bad if something goes bad in your life. Yeah. And, um, and I still have a lot of that. I'm beginning to see it more now, though. Right. That, that, that uh, feeling bad and feeling inferior, or feeling like that, is ego. So,
0: and you know that for sure?
7: Yeah, I do, because I sort of experienced it. Oh, okay. When you said it and I put it together, it's not only good feelings, it's bad feelings, it's pain, you know, that you go through.
0: And, and the reason I'm asking this question is because you know, I talk to a lot of people a lot of time and times, and I talk to a lot of Christians who say that they have been born again. They're like, I went down front and I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but they don't have, you know, that, their lives are all messed up. And so I say, well, if you have accepted him as Lord and Savior, when you accepted him, did anything change? And they're like, no, nothing changed, but they accepted him. And I said, well, did you question why nothing changed? You know, if you're the same person that went down and accepted him, if you're the same person that you are before you accepted him, did you question that? How come How come I'm the same person? Because I don't know why people don't question that. I remember when I went down, I think I went down a couple times too. When I was 15, I remember going down there once, accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior, Nothing really changed. I mean, I felt good for a moment because everybody was looking at me accepting Jesus. And so you walk away feeling good, but nothing really, really changed, changed in my life. And then when I moved to California, I went down and accepted him again at another church, and nothing changed. And I'm thinking, wow, how come nothing changing if I'm accepting Jesus? What does that mean? But I noticed that most people don't question that. What they start doing is, excusing it, like, well, I can't change I'm going to be a sinner the rest of my life. Or it'll change when I get to heaven. They start making up excuses about it. And there should be a change in your life if you truly are born again of God. That should be, you're not supposed to be the same person. The Bible talks about being brand new. You have a new spirit. You have a new nature. You have a new identity. And this new thing is not happening for a lot of people. And I think I know why now.
7: Well, life's changed, Jesse, from what I was before. I'm not where I should be. Right. But I'm not the same person I used to be.
0: Right on. You're on your way to Damascus. I hope so. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah,
8: I went um, to this event called Promise Keepers. And um, they had us uh, say whoever wanted to come down and accept Jesus. And I went down. And uh, I guess at the time it was hundreds of people that went down but when I went down there was a group of us and maybe like four preachers that prayed over us and um, but afterwards maybe within an hour I was back uh, partying <laughs> back sitting uh, and uh, I was kind of thinking wow you just went down here uh, and yeah. Jesus as your savior and uh, and as I was sitting I was thinking about that but it didn't stop me from sinning,
0: so... And were you surprised at that? I mean, were you thinking well, like...
8: I was kind of surprised at how fast... <laughs> uh, as soon as I left the parking lot, I was on my way to do, I guess, whatever. Yeah. Grat- whatever gave me gratification.
0: And did you believe that you had accepted Jesus while you were down front at the, at the, at the event? Well,
8: I guess at the time... I was being as sincere
0: as possible. What's the problem, with that? Uh, I guess He almost time, got it in his mouth.
8: I was being as, as you sincere. He shouldn't have to put
0: the mic that close. Go the, ahead.
8: At the time, I was being as, as sincere as possible. I was doing what they uh, told me to do. Right. And uh, listening to what they were saying when they was praying over me.
0: Um, I think most people aren't sincere about it. Yeah, you so go I down, doing it
8: just. Right.
0: When you go down front to accept Jesus in a crowd like that, you're sincere about it. Because I think most people want it. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yes, sir.
5: Um, I kind of had the question um, when you were asking him um, about uh, being born again. I'm beginning to see that it, it, it's, a, it's a process. Because as a, as a sin nature uh, gradually begins. Are you born now, again? I would say no, now.
0: Okay, but because, you believe there's a process. Yes. And what's the process?
5: The process is that uh, your, uh, the false uh, ego self uh, begins to slowly die if you are following uh, the path. And um, as, you begin, as it begins to die, you begin to experience uh, a sense of freedom. You, you sense that, there, that there's something out there or in, within you. That, uh, How
0: do you know this if you haven't gone through it?
5: I believe I'm going through it. You, I, be- I believe that. I, I don't believe I, I know that uh, I'm going through a process because I'm beginning to experience these these moments of of of, uh, of peace. These more, I would say, even of eternity at, at certain points. You you experience something that uh, that it's hard to describe, hard to even talk about uh, because you have to experience it for yourself as as. I, I suspect that you are. Okay. Um, and uh, and as as the ego slowly begins to die, you know for sure you you know for certainty you're in the right path, and that one day. It will all be gone.
0: And Why do you think of it as a process?
5: Because uh, I'm not the same person I am now than I was uh, years back as well. Oh, okay. And, uh, so I, you're getting better.
0: Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. All right, let me move on to here because we're running behind time here. Yes, sir.
3: I know a probation officer, not my probation officer. Have you ever
0: accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior?
3: Me? Yeah, many, 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 many times.
0: Many times. About a zillion. (laughs) And what about your probation officer?
3: Not my probation officer. (laughs) I don't have a probation officer. I have a friend. We have a friend of the family who's a probation officer. He's about, he's my age. Oh, okay. And uh, that guy. He, he said he made the statement that most uh, prisoners convert to Christianity so as to get out. Because he oversees it, he's a probation officer. He has to meet with them and evaluate them. He says that, and the conversion is insincere that he's witnessed, and that they com- they convert back to oh. the devil when they get out, and they and they return back to prison, and the conversion is never sincere and he he was sincere in saying that. So
0: Oh okay. Thank you. That really helped me a lot. (laughs) What uh so okay. Thank you. Yes ma'am. You had your hand? Oh okay.
9: I was just thinking um I think it's part of our emotional response. You know, you're in the church and you're being motivated. And it, we talked about this before. To me, motivation is the same as manipulation. You get motivated to go down and accept Jesus, but it's not as sincere from the heart. Yeah. So, but, you, but we can't say that all people that go up on stage or down to the front are not sincere because some, it may be their time. and they really I, think are, most, I think most 100%. people
0: are sincere about that.
9: But some, I think, are just reacting well, to Well, some emotion.
0: are emotional behind it, too. Because yeah. in churches, you all wind up, and, and they play those sad songs, and they make you think about your problems. You're going to go down there and accept Jesus.
9: Yeah. <laughs> so if you're already motive- self motivated, yeah. then I think it'll stick. If you're not, and it just got emotional and ran down there. That's a very good point. As soon point. as you go down to the parking lot, you know, it's in one ear and out the other.
0: There you go. You put your husband to shame just now.
3: So... So the thing is, I think people are exactly like those prisoners. Basically, they ever, they're, they're, they're basically pressured to go in. Like you, like you just said, their problems. Yeah. The problem for the prisoners is they're in prison. They want to get out. Right. These people are, um, and I'm one of them, it looked at their problem and then goes down there, comes back, problem's still there. So it's the same thing. They're, they're basically just as bad as the prisoners.
0: You know, now that you say that, I remember every time I went down to accept Jesus, it was behind good music and good preaching. You know, something had me, like I would feel sad about my, whatever I was going through at the time, or I would be feeling good. And when they said the doors of the church are now open, come on down and accept Jesus, I went down there. But I had no idea what I was doing, none at all. And that's why nothing changed. You're absolutely right about that. It's it's uh, outward motivation that causes you to do that, and that is so unfortunate because a lot of people suffer. Yes, ma'am.
9: And what I've seen also is because uh, we've gone to a couple of big churches ourselves, and I, what I've seen is a lot of people go down, they accept Jesus, uh, and then they go home and their life isn't happy. And maybe right. they had this thought that it was. And I think coming from a big church, when you want, when you're curious or you want to know, okay, what's next, no one's going to give you the real down and dirty life's not going to be happy instantly. (laughs) You know, it's, it's a process. Yeah. And you're kind of lost in a way because you do read the Bible, but a lot of times you read the Bible and you're looking for direction. And, you know, if you've never read the Bible and you open it and you read it, it's easy to get lost. Yeah. You know,
0: very good point. I, uh, you know, God said that, as I said earlier, you must be born again. And a lot of people believe that the way you be born again is by, with words, confessing Jesus as your Lord and Savior, because that's what we have been taught. Um, the kingdom of heaven is inside of us and and above, of course, but it's inside of us as well. Within all of us, there is another reality. It really is. There's another uh that's another way of living, another way of seeing things. And when you learn to be still from within, you know, God said, when you pray, be still and know him. When you really learn to be still, what it really, really means to be still, you do discover this other, uh, uh, this heaven within you, this love that is within you. But you have to become absolutely still within yourself in order for it to come about, in in order for you to become aware of it. And that's where the problem is. As Patrick said earlier, the hardest thing in the world for most people to do is to be still so that they can die from this ego life that they have. It's the hardest thing for people to do. Some people halfway do it. Some people almost do it. Some people do it a little bit, but you can hardly find people who will be still, absolutely still within so that this other, this love, this life, the real you can come about. But it really is there, and it's interesting to know that it's there. And once you fully, once you truly, truly experience it, you know then that it's there. There's nothing on earth that can stop you from Get into that still moment so you can start living it. And God will start living through you. The light within will start shining through you, and you will start to, um, you, will, you will experience it to be that way. Your whole body will, will feel the love of God when you're still. And you don't know it's there. It's weird to live a whole life and not know that there is this other way to live, right? Now, what the problem is, Patrick said, well, how do you, you, you die for your ego. And the ego is the nature of Satan, by the way, that's made a home inside of you. It, it's a lie. And, and we identify with that lie. You believe what he tells you, all these crazy thoughts in your head, and he won't let you see the truth. Or, he try, Satan tries all he can. He, he works overtime to keep you from discovering the kingdom of heaven within. Overtime. He works overtime. And the more quiet, I I remember one morning getting up, and I talked about this on my radio show. I got up to pray one morning. I get up at like 4.30 every morning. And I'm sitting there just quiet and being aware. And all of a sudden, this song popped in my head. And what was the song? Um, Oh, Can't Get Enough of Your Love, Babe. You ever heard that song? I Can't Get Enough of Your Love, Babe. I tried, who made this song? Yeah, Barry White song. And this song, like, playing in my head. And then I would become aware of it, and it would fade away. And then, you know, then it would come back. It's like somebody was turning on an instrument in my head and playing that song. And I'm sitting there praying, being aware of that song, and they were trying to force me to sing the song. <laughs> Anybody ever gone through that? You're like, uh-uh, I'm not going to do it. And it's trying to force you to sing this song, right? So I made it through the prayer without singing the song. And so I'm up brushing my teeth, and the song popped back in my head again. I'm like, wow. And I made it through brushing my teeth. I got to the studio, and just when I was walking in the studio, I started singing the song. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I'm like, wow, it's something else. How? But what he does is he, he causes you to go into an unconscious state, and then you find yourself singing the song. But as long as you can be aware of him, he cannot make you do it. But the problem is you've got to become conscious. From within, you've got to be aware. And so the question that Patrick asked, well, how do restate your question for me, Patrick.
1: Well, I was basically just saying uh, in terms of feeling like the ego's dying when certain things are coming at me yeah. and wanting it to die, but feeling all that stuff going on automatically things from the world are right there yes. building it back up yeah so it, it, even if, as it starts to die it's getting resuscitated like automatically
0: yeah like either uh the material things are there or ideas or food or something is there for you he will not let you get away from that because that's what keeps the ego alive but what's gotta happen if you truly 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 want to be born again, you got to suffer through it. You cannot reach out for anything. You have to literally, um, you have to literally just, the interesting thing about it, once you truly, truly commit to this and you start to become still within, uh, it's, you're going to go through all kind of weird emotions. You're going to feel weird. And then as you go through it, you're going to have great, Great ego pain, because the ego is dying, Satan nature is dying, that nature that is not you is dying. So going through this process, you're going to to have great ego pain, meaning that he's going to be talking to you, reminding you of the things you love, or uh, you can go do this, or you can do that, listen to a song, call somebody up. Uh, feel lonely, he'll make you feel lonely going through this process. It would be great, great pain, but if you can see yourself through that pain and don't reach out for anything outwardly, don't call a friend, don't go have sex, don't take a drink, don't eat food, you know, in, while you're going through that pain, and then you're it'll die and you can experience God's love. That's when it'll come. It, you'll start to feel his love. And once you feel that, the light will start to shine, and now you're on your way. But you got to literally let go of anything, including anger or anything. Even when you're going through it, excuse me, if you feel anger, you got to painfully let yourself feel that and not reach out to anything. Don't lash out at someone. Do not go into denial about what you feel. You literally have to lay down that ego life in order for it to live And the average person is not willing to make that kind of sacrifice. That's where the problem is. Because Satan makes you feel better, a false sense of better going through this death thing in order to live. He'll say, oh, you know what, go hang out with your friends. You're on your way now. You can go party and it's okay. He'll set you up and you'll find the ego being rebuilt because you have not completely died from it. He will. He will not let you go through that process. That process is a painful process for the ego, this thing that has made a home inside of you. When the preachers say, come down and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that's not the end. That's why nobody, uh, most people's lives are not changing. That doesn't work. When you read the Bible until the cows come home, that doesn't work. When you say, oh, I'm sorry for what I've done, that doesn't work. Have you noticed that? You can like, really feel, oh, let me tell you this. When you're going through this process of dying, there is a sadness that will come after you suffer the pain of the ego. But the sadness you've never experienced before. It's nothing like your ego sadness. Because I, I, over the years I heard people say, oh, I did something wrong I felt sad and I repented. Now I know they were lying. That's not the sadness. There is a, there is a sadness that comes that truly causes you to repent and then you're free. You, the, you repent from your sin. You repent from being wrong, from playing God, for being in denial. And that sadness will come, and then you can be free. But this other sadness that you have, that's like a guilt sadness. You did something wrong, you know it was wrong, now you feel bad about it, and you say, I'm sorry. That doesn't work. That just th- makes you feel good, so you can do it a little later down the road. It doesn't make you free. But you've got to make up your mind. You've got to give up everything and go through this process, and it will happen. But you must become, I want to use the word perfectly still, but you must become still within in order for that to happen. You've got to be aware, because when you're becoming still within, you're also becoming conscious of yourself. And I have to tell you, there's nothing good about yourself. Nothing good. Nobody is to, be, is to blame for the way you feel. Your husband is not to blame. Your wife is not to be blamed for that. That's your ego that's unwilling to die, and it borrows excuses all the time. But you've got to become still within yourself and go through this process. There is another way. Let me take here first. Did I come to you? Yes, sir.
10: Yeah, I have a friend of mine who is very involved with church, and what it seems like after talking to her for a while is that the churches don't encourage anybody to be still. Right. And, and you know, so that's really the, the big issue is that, you know, when they call you up, it's like you're saying, it's, they're not saying be still and let the ego die. And she, she had no idea when I started telling her. I said, well, why don't you just be still and be quiet? And she goes, what do you, what do you mean? She had, she had no idea what that meant. They don't
0: teach that at all. They don't tell you, oh, be still and know the Lord. But they don't tell you what that means. How do you get to that point? What impact would that have on my life? I think because they don't know themselves. They have not gone through the process.
10: Well, I'm 100% sure of it. It's all yeah. ego, but it's all excitement and these big mega Christian churches that build off of excitement. Yeah. And have you been born again? Have you gone through that process? I've, I've been going through it. And uh, it's changing me right now. Oh, so you're going through it now? I've been, yeah, I've been being still. Yeah. And, and that has been amazing for me because it's quieting myself down.
0: What you have to realize too, of ourselves, we can do nothing. Our battle is a spiritual battle between good and evil. And so any effort that you put into it, God is not with you on it. You're playing God yourself, you're being deceived. Satan has to deceive you again. There's literally nothing you can do about it. That's why it's important to become still within so that God can do it for you, so that he can do it. There's nothing. Just think about that. There's nothing you can do but come out of denial, and that's what being still within yourself will allow you to do. And being still, what it does, it slows down the mind. You're not lost in your imagination all the time. Uh, You're not living an illusion of the past or the future you're able to live in the presence of God right now instead of in the darkness of your imagination. God said that we should bring all of our thoughts into captivity. We should not be guided by those things, but to overcome them. Yes, ma'am. Over here, Rob.
7: Do you still have to go through um, all those emotions and feelings if you're born again I mean, do you still have those thoughts and they pull you like you just said that, about that song? Yeah. You still have to deal with that?
0: You, you, you don't have to deal with it. You're aware of it.
7: Just look Cause at Saint
0: it. Because once you, the ego is dying, Satan is not going to take a rest. So he's still going to come to try to bring you back into a state of unconsciousness. Mm-hmm. He's still trying to take you away from the mind of God. Yeah. But because the light is shining in you, you're able to see it
7: mm-hmm.
0: and not necessarily go with it. Right. But, yeah, he's still going to tempt you.
7: All right. And, you know, a lot of us think, well, you got to be still, uh, still, very still, so you could feel that light or know that light or whatever. I'm sorry? You know how you say you have to be still? Yes. In order to find that peace within the yes. answers? Sometimes... Uh, I, I don't know if other people do it, but sometimes I want to do it all day because it keeps taking me away, and then I want to come back. Right. Do you have to do it all day sometimes? I mean... <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you got to go to work. Yeah. But what you do, though, once you become aware, once God is operating through you, yeah. during your day you are aware of, of, of uh, how you're being tempted to, uh, uh, to live in a, in a future yeah which doesn't exist or live in the past, you are more aware of that, and that's what okay. is causing you to grow right. so that you just you don't fall back into the darkness so of you your imagination. So you have to be
7: still like this all day. You, you could be still in your mind, even if you're doing things. Yes. And and just look at it, trying to take you away. Yes. And then come back to that
0: present that's right. moment. Come back into the presence of God.
7: Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's,
0: no, you can't... You can't stay in your prayer closet all day. Mm-hmm. You will get nothing done. Mm-hmm. And then you'll lose your home and be kicked out of your home mm-hmm. while you're sitting there being still. Yeah. No, it, it become a way of life for you. It really does. This other reality. There is a God within you. He does love you, and he will guide you. But you got to, as he said in the Bible, you got to lay down a life in order to receive this life, meaning that you got to overcome your anger. You must forgive before you enter into the kingdom, you must begin.
1: Yeah, you were saying not to seek things out, basically, to you know, build your ego. But I'm talking about stuff that you're going to, let's say you're going to eat automatically. Right. You have to seek food at some point. So, um, and then I was talking about having things happen where there's a lot of inner turmoil. Some of these things are happening automatically. I can, I can just look and, and have, you know, like, uh, get build my ego through my eyes, or I can build them through eating, or I can build them. And I'm talking about things that we're having to do anyway, not necessarily running out and seeking some sin to cover up. But is it, is it just a matter of when, that's, when, when the ego is built up automatically, is that just a matter of my soul is not ready to die or something? Or what, what is that?
0: Well, two things could be happening. I don't know what's going on with you, but two things. You could be going into a state of unconsciousness and don't know it. Because Satan is always feeding you ideas, right. and maybe you're not aware enough, you know, to see that, oh, I feel this way because I just had this thought about something. I feel this way because of that. If you're not conscious, he like, can put, plant something in your mind, and you start feeling the pain of it and not realize that you were not aware at the time.
1: Right, and that, that kind of goes to... She had mentioned something earlier in the meeting that I think made made some sense to me that uh, it kind of gets you coming and going. Yes. You can have something going through your head and it creates some pain. It's not real pain. In a sense, it's not God pain. It's just pain from the devil. And then in order to kind of alleviate that, it'll show you something else to give you pleasure. So it's yeah. like this pleasure and pain thing is going on all the That's time.
0: That's right. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting how he can put things in your mind... They can tell you things that are not true. It's not even happening, and you can feel pain by it. Right, right. You can feel as though it is happening, and it, it never did happen. It's not happening now. But because you believed him, it feels like it's happening. Or he can convince you that it's going to happen. Have you noticed that? And then once he convinced you that it's going to happen, and if it's something negative, then you try to prevent the negative things from happening, and it's just another setup.
1: Right, so he's telling you things, you get pain over it, and then you're kind of looking at it and trying to let the pain go, thinking that's letting the ego die. But if you didn't believe the stuff to begin with, you wouldn't have the pain there to let die.
0: (laughs) That's right. Or if you have this pain from the ego, the nature of Satan inside of you, If you cannot react to what he's telling you, let's say you have, he was talking about what I went through. If you have this pain and you do nothing about it, but allow yourself to go through it, feel it, because the reason we're going through it, because we're sinners anyway. Right. And we need to suffer and die, right? So if you can let yourself feel that pain, but proceed with your day, don't lash out at people, do nothing about it, you can be free from it as well.
1: Isn't that pain, all that pain from the devil anyway? It's all ego. Because evil. we're coming in and, and having these thoughts about yeah. whatever's happening to us, and it's causing all this great pain. It's
0: not us. Yeah. It's the sin that's made a home inside of us. It's the nature of Satan. But most people think that it's them. Yeah. It, it, it makes you believe that it's you to a point that it will cause you to commit suicide. The more you believe that this is you, the more you hate what's happening, he'll just talk to you more. And then he'll get you to believe that life is not even worth living. Because he got you to resent, he got you to react, he's convincing your mind, and you believe it. And one thing just leads to another. But if you could just take it and do nothing about it, you could be free. And the ego doesn't want to die.
11: You know, you have, uh, I guess it's different for everyone, but how long does that last?
0: That's a very good question. How long and why me? And how long am I supposed to take this, right? You take it until it's over. (laughs) You ready to be over yours?
11: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, uh, I, You know, sometimes I have to deal and question my own motives because uh, um, sometimes I don't know if I even want to be right. Yeah. It's something that has a hold on me.
0: I understand that.
11: And um, God is, he is very graceful in the sense that he'll come and intervene and he'll show me. And uh, maybe because I do have a certain level of stubbornness, he'll show me in some ways that just bring me to my knees you know, and um, and every time he does it, it's, he's always fine, and he always supplies a way for me to get out. Yeah. But... Um,
0: he will give you a moment of peace. He brings you out of that stuff. So. No, Go ahead. Yeah,
11: to get to get out of the turmoil, yes. But yes. sometimes I don't know my own motives because I don't know. Maybe I have unrealistic expectations, and... Um, uh and i bring some of it on myself right but i do uh believe that um i do believe that uh if i don't overreact uh maybe i could deal with things um more tactfully and um have a better outcome but uh i like i say i'm still battling with the idea of my own motives and trying to understand a lot of different things
0: yeah um, what I would recommend is that don't battle with that. God knows your heart. You want He knows, he understands everything about you. What you want to be able to do is to see yourself. You want to see it so that you can overcome it. It's, and if you have, if you're like really into what's my motive, what's my motive. Not
11: necessarily it's, like that. No, uh, it's, it's like it's revealed to me.
0: What your motive is? Did you concept. have un unrealistic motive?
11: Or it always has to be a, a something painful that draws me to God. It I always, can't I, I can't just go I can go to him, but in order for me to do what I think he wants me to do, right. I have to be in a state of pain or something. Like when 'cause when I get free, like when he was talking about yeah. the prisoner, they get out of prison and they get free, they do what they want. But once they're back in prison, I they, totally they're understand. all Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.
0: Yeah. So the only time for the most part, when you try to be with him or you wanna be still, you have to be in pain and the pain drive you to cry out for God. But if you didn't have that pain, you would not do it. So, yeah. For the most part, you right. wouldn't do it.
11: Yeah, I guess so, yes.
0: That I think a lot of people are like that. When they you know like when, when, when something is wrong, the first thing they do is cry out to God. And as soon as the pain is gone, they back into the to the mess again, right? That's not a sincere person. Right. Yeah. So just know that about yourself, but don't take it personally. Just know, wow, you know, I'm playing a game here. And just stay with the prayer. Get up in the morning and pray. Get up at night and pray.
11: I do do it religiously, yeah.
0: And, And he'll do the rest. He'll take care of that. But don't get into trying to change your motive. You can't do it. It's enough for us to know that we are wrong, but it's wrong for us to try to change ourselves because we can't change ourselves. It's a spiritual thing. We just have to come out of denial about it. And so, but,
11: you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, um, I'm made aware of certain things, but I don't want to be the only one that comes out of denial, you know?
0: You don't want to be the only the one? The only
11: one, yes, I feel Who like else do
0: you want to come out of denial?
11: My family members.
0: Why do you want them to come out?
11: Because sometimes I feel like they can trigger me.
0: <laughs> oh, so you feel as if if they got better, you would get better?
11: Well, it would be helpful. It's not necessary absolutely.
0: You are necessary. so wrong. Okay. You're one percent Satan got you on that one. Um real life is about loving your fellow man. It's not trying to about trying to get help from your fellow man spiritually. And so what you need to do is overcome your pride, your ego, so you can love your family members. So they can see that in you. And then some of them will come around, most won't. But you got it backwards. He, you know, you have to love them and not expect them to love you. You have to be right. And, and if they got right, let's say that they woke up t- uh, tomorrow morning and everybody walking on water, you would still be messed up. Because you're trying to find help from the outside. God is within us. They can't make you better in no form or fashion.
11: Well, I don't think I'm looking for them to make me better. But you said
0: if they got better... I'm just, then,
11: I just think that if we would relate to each other differently, it would make our relationships better.
0: Why is that so important to you?
11: Because you're supposed to honor... Like one thing, you're supposed to honor your mother and father.
0: Right, but that just means don't hate them. Don't resent them. See what they've done, see that they're wrong, but don't resent them for being wrong. And as you forgive them, God will forgive you. And that's what honoring your parents is. But you're still still looking on the outside for the answer. You're never going to go through this process looking on the outside. It's all within you. All right. Yes, sir. Oh, you know what? I saw his hand first. Yeah, let me tell you. Yes, sir.
5: Um, I, Real fair we have
0: about a minute.
5: I'm about to make it quick. Just so I just, I can relate to what he's going through, what what he's going through, because I remember um, um, the arguments I would have with my mom. That I so wanted her to get to see the error of her ways. That, that, that I was relying upon that for me to get better. You know what I mean? Right. It was, it was right. A, until I was able to see that.
0: that I got to wind down. I'm so sorry, Here's but sure. you're absolutely right. Listen, folks. You're not going to get it from the outside. That's what the ego is all about, reaching from the outside for the answer. It's within you. you got to be still and let it happen. We're out of time, huh? Okay. Thank you very
1: much. For more information, to purchase a copy of this program, or to make a donation, visit us on the web at bondinfo.org. Or call one 800 411 2663 That's one 800 411 You're already
9: home.